The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. How awesome is that Gord Stanky guy? Um, yeah, it's no wonder he's like a Hall of Fame kind of guy, right? And it's just the, the stuff you see on the news, the, you know, he's just a, the consummate professional and uh, just handles every situation absolutely perfectly on TV, but uh, off the air as well. He legitimately is just the nicest guy. He just, he's a fantastic man. Yeah, I just, mean, you can talk to him about anything. He's yeah. always willing to listen to what you have to say, and he, yeah. he provides great insight. Yeah, he really does. No, he's brilliant. He's uh, certainly a, a gem in the city. Uh, he's gone now, so we can't confirm, but... But thanks for the text at 630, 630. It's not five uh, down, one up. It's actually one down, five up when it comes to shifting your bike. So I think I, he probably, uh, I probably said it differently. But anyway, uh, the bottom line is you just keep pressing button, pressing that uh, pedal until you start to drive. Yeah, and the bottom line is you're going to stay behind the wheel of that bus. Yeah. And Gord's going to stay behind <laughs> the handlebars of that bike. And everything will go off without a hitch. It'll be way safer for everybody. Uh, my name is Chris Sheets from Kissing Country 103.9. Uh, Brad Whiskers here as well. Brad's going to be doing the show tomorrow, which is going to going to be awesome, um, not just because he's doing the show, but also I'll get a chance to start my weekend, so that'll be a, a really exciting thing, too. It's a beautiful, beautiful day, and tomorrow's going to be a very, very special day in the province of Alberta, and, uh, well, you know what, earlier this morning with uh, Jack and Matt that I uh, co-host the Kiss and Cutter Morning Show with, we had a very special guest come in to the studio, uh, Kevin from uh, UFA, and uh, uh, well, talking about what's going on tomorrow, and I think it's really important. Joining us in studio is Kevin from uh, the UFA, United Farmers of Alberta. Is that right? That's absolutely right. There, I got it. Um, uh, Matt and Jack are with me from uh, the Kissing Country Morning Show, and they were just listening to you and I, more me, talking <laughs> about my UFA memories growing up on the farm in Thorsby. And uh, you know what? When I think of UFA, truly, I mean, it, it was just a huge part of our lives. Uh, Wally J. Benson was our, our uh, I guess, dealer. That's what you would have called him, right? You yeah, know, agent. Yeah. Agent, our agent. Yeah, dealer yeah. makes it sound like he was dealing something bad. You want some seed? <laughs> 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 and he would bring the diesel to us, and sometimes we were like just about out on the farm, and and uh, Wally Jade come and and he'd do that, and uh, the purple gas that yep. we did, burned illegally in our cars. There you go on the farm. Did he have the little suckers? Did he bring the suckers or the treat when he I, came? I don't remember suckers. No, I don't remember. That suckers. was always a highlight for all Alberta farm kids when the UFA truck rolled in the yard. There was often suckers or candies come with it. Oh wow! What was Wally Jade doing with all that candy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. But then we. We also were talking about the fact that one of my fondest memories as a kid was once a year there would be a movie in the Thorsby Community Center and Wally J would support this thing and there'd be a movie with a projection screen. These guys are like, like I'm taking them like well, back to a time that they can't even wrap their brains around, but we didn't go to movie theaters really. It, you know, it, That was the movie we saw once a year. The whole community would come and watch it at the community center and the donuts were good. Maybe that's when we got the suckers. I don't remember exactly, <laughs> but you guys uh, UFA probably did that for years. Yeah, that was part of our way of giving back to the rural communities. It happened in every community. Yeah. Uh, people would come to local community halls. There was pens and pencils and yeah. <laughs> notebooks and balloons and donuts. And, and every, it was a, an event everyone looked forward to. I guarantee you there's people listening right now that can share those same memories. But again, these two 30-year-old millennials are going, what? There was a time when you could only see like one movie a year? Hey, like, in the suburbs we got. To, <laughs> we had to head over to the Blockbuster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, it was a really cool thing. Now, tomorrow... Tomorrow is Farmer's Day, and I remember again, I keep going, I remember, I remember, but it used to be a holiday for us. Like, we got that day off of school. 
Yeah. We did. It was uh, it was a, a provincial holiday, yeah. uh, legislated, and school divisions gave students a day off of school. Uh, it was fabulous. I remember as a kid, yeah. uh, you know, a young farm boy thinking, yeah. it's Farmer's Day. Why are my friends who live in town yeah. getting the day off school as well? Exactly. And then I realized it's not about farmers. It's about um, uh, everybody and honoring all the farmers. So right. by all means, let's do whatever we can. Okay. When did that change? That uh, I'm going to say that the legislation on that changed in the late 70s, and it, it was left up to the uh, individual school boards to make right. the decision whether they honored it or not. We got it off. I, I yeah. know we, and we'd always go to like the, the, the small communities and play uh, yeah. baseball, right? That was kind of one of the big things we did. Awesome. Horseshoes and yeah. stuff like that. And, and I remember that when, when it changed in our local school division, and uh, my dad was quite irate, in yeah. fact, and he's got a history with UFA as well. Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, no, no child of mine is going to school on Farmer's Day. So even after the uh, school <laughs> division changed the rules, uh, we still honored Farmer's Day. And sweet that deal was a, for you. That yeah. was a sweet deal for us, and it was a long weekend camping trip for the family. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, this yeah. is something us city kids can get on board with. <laughs> We're <Yeah>. Summer <laughs> Day! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kevin was like, Dad, how about Farmer's Week or maybe yeah. Farmer's yeah. Month? I that's mean, right. We really, well, that's cool. So you're here today to, to, to tell us, uh, just to remind us all, you don't need to remind me. I mean, these two laugh at me all, not laugh at me, but I mean, Love I just, with you. <laughs> you cannot take the farm or uh, a farm or out of the farmer, a farm out of the farmer. I mean, you, you you grew up on a farm. It was the the world's greatest uh, lifestyle. I feel so blessed. It taught me how to work, you know, I'm, and that's why as soon as I got off the farm, I decided I didn't want to work anymore, you know. <laughs> and my dad, to his credit, was just like, son, I don't want you relying on the, the, the weather and everything else and this. And he encouraged me to do this for a living. Uh, but, I mean, we the farmers, each and every day, uh, we're uh, getting a chance to enjoy their hard work, aren't we? We sure are, and, and and when you talk about you can take the the farm kid off the farm, but you'll never take him away from being a farmer. It's so yeah. true, and uh, you know when I drive through the countryside, all I can think about is what's growing there, what's happening there. Yeah, you know it's a it's a great place to grow up. It's a great way to make a living, and uh, you know it's it's just a fabulous industry in Alberta. It really is. Jack smiling because <laughs> <laughs> are you often thinking what's growing there, what's uh, living there? Uh, are we getting enough rain? Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to come to my house, Kevin, because yeah. you don't want to know what's growing there. <laughs> Are you getting enough rain, Matt? <laughs> yeah, in July, you'll be just fine, Matt. No, yeah. Another kind of farmer, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. Awesome. So uh, again, on behalf of uh, UFA, you just want to just, uh, you know, thank the farmers and, and they've kept uh, UFA going strong for how many years? Uh, well, we were founded in 1909 yeah. and a uh, long history in Alberta. And, uh, you know, we were the provincial government at one point in time and had three of our leaders act as premier of Alberta. Right. And, uh, made a lot of good changes for the province and, you know, we were instrumental in securing the mineral rights for the province of Alberta, which has led to the oil activity and the, uh, you know, the benefits that we reap from that. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, UFA is very important. We're um, very honored to uh, celebrate Farmers Day. In 1945 is when UFA passed a resolution at their annual meeting to declare the second Friday in June as Farmers Day. There you go. And uh, so we've been very proud of that ever since. And uh, you know, it's something. It's just another thing we need to do to uh, honor those people who feed the world. And you know, you folks made a, a, a comment about Urban Day. Well, we certainly uh, respect everything you do, but we want you to celebrate yeah. Farmers Day with us. Yeah, every day's urban yeah. day. Well, as a city kid, <laughs> thank you to all the farmers yeah. and yourself, Kevin, Yes. for putting that cinnamon toast crunch in my bowl every morning. <laughs> there you go. Well, you're more than welcome. We're happy to do it, and we love doing it. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. And and Matt would love to go to the farm that makes the cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> they take 
Is it growing right, trees or is it a ground food? I think you gotta dig it up. <laughs> right into the combine, into the hopper. And in, in How your, do they get the swirl on it? In your belly. <laughs> well, you'd be more than welcome All to come natural. on out. I, I can I give you a full you. tour in the harvest time or whenever. Yeah, yeah. He would just be like, like so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, thank you so much for joining thank us. You. Farmer's Day tomorrow. I hope all the farmers get a chance to enjoy it. And uh, what the heck, I'm taking tomorrow off, just like the old days, right? That's great. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Oh, that was awesome to have Kevin in again from the UFA. Some uh, fun text coming in at 6.30, 6.30. Somebody said, wow, I have not heard Wally, Wally J. Benson's name in a long time. I used to drive truck in the 80s delivering to UFAs and remembering Wally is always a smiling face and offering me a coffee that came from Richard. Somebody else texted and said, we need a long weekend in June. Farmer's Day would be perfect. Yeah, I think everybody would probably be for that, don't you think there, Brad? Well, growing up on the farm myself, I can totally relate. The farm back in Ottawa. (laughs) Just just all the cars parked in the laneway. You're uh, you're from Ottawa, so you definitely take a holiday, right? Of course. That's what we live for back there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Another text. uh, We used to have country ball tournaments on Farmer's Day, a great booth uh, with great food and homemade pies. All the memories of that for sure. Um, Yeah, it it was a lot of fun uh, back then. I mean, as you've established, Brad, you you don't really have a whole bunch of experience uh, when it comes to farming. You dated a farm girl once, and uh, yeah, I and was, lived yeah. in Grand Prairie, so yeah. I I, under, I understand the value of it. I, I was j- obviously joking about yeah. it, not knowing about it. I I know about UFA, and I know about how much farmers do value, and yeah. how much we should all value the work they do. They make a massive contribution to every community. Yeah. But personally, I I can't. Yeah. relate to the actual experience but well it's changed so much too over the years right i mean the i mean we've heard that the uh, small farmer the you know the, the farmer of just the f- small family farm uh, the hobby farmers i mean it's just now it's it's become a real big business unfortunately and that's quite honestly probably the only way that they can compete but uh, you know if guys aren't doing uh, 2000 4000 5000 acres they're just uh, they're just not you know not able to do it when i was growing up i mean there was just every farmer had his quarter section and he would do his thing and he'd put his crop in and and if he needed help the other farmers would step up and they'd all you know get it done for them and it was just kind of the, the way it worked back then but uh, things have changed and and that's the way but still that farmer's day thing i think that's a a good thing to acknowledge for sure so keep that in mind tomorrow when you're eating remember to thank a farmer because that's the, the reason why you got a chance to do it right yeah when did you finally move away from the farm you know um literally the year i, I graduated I, I i just about got killed by a swather which is a farm equipment uh, a piece of farm equipment and it uh, basically almost ripped my face off and I, I already knew i was going to broadcasting school i grew up listening to uh, talk radio and loving country music on the on the farm and the tractor and that kind of led me towards radio but i i got off the farm that year as soon as i graduated got into broadcasting school went for a year and uh, have been here for 29 ever since so and yeah. you, you went to broadcasting school here right here in edmonton yeah columbia academy so well yeah. that that year that first year you're away from yeah. the farm yeah pretty tough yeah you know what harvest time i think is the time when you just are itching for it i mean you can just you can just there's nothing like working all you know working all night in a combine and um your mom bringing out the uh, farm uh, meals you know she'd bring them out and she'd pull the tailgate down and we'd all just kind of sit there and eat and you know even though if we were if i was underage we 
got rewarded with uh, maybe a warm pilsner, you know, as a you know one, one one beer, and it was just the just the memories of of that, and just uh, you know your dad kind of organizing things and telling you where to go and getting the grain in and and, and trying to get her done before the the snow fell. Right, that was just kind of the thing. So every year harvest time is when I'm really itching to get back. And now nowadays they got these big fancy combines and they got GPS and all of these kind of things. It doesn't mean their job is any easier because now they're doing you know ten, fifteen times more as far as uh, the the work goes but uh yeah you know it's a it's a it's a great way to make a living if you can make a living at it that's usually the challenge right so there you go try ten thousand acres said a texter uh so yeah it's a big business now coming up in the next few moments there's a very uh special event that's also happening uh while the ride for dad tell us ride for dad is happening in places like thorsby this weekend where a community is gathering and trying to help out we're going to talk to one of the organizers in moments right here 6 30 chet afternoon news the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Uh, my name is Chris Sheets along with uh, my buddy Brad Whisker. Uh, we hardly even knew each other, but boy, in the last three days, we've certainly got to know each other, and uh, I think that's a good thing. Uh, Andrew and Jay Lynn, they're back next week, is that right? On Monday. Andrew's okay. getting back from Vegas on Sunday. Yeah. Jay Lynn's rolling back from Halifax on Saturday, and okay. hopefully they'll be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed for Monday afternoon. Well, we'll sure find out uh, if Andrew gets a chance to go to that game tonight. He's in Vegas. A man that's, uh, is, is he going to be at the game? Uh, founder of Booster Juice and Vegas Gold Knights uh, minority owner Adele Wishawan. Is he in Vegas? Do we know? Or? He should be because we've talked to him a few times and he's gone at least since the conference finals when we started talking to him. Mm. He's been going back and forth. He went from Vegas to Winnipeg, back to Vegas. So I think he's been doing the the milk run back and forth between Washington too. Hey, if you're one of the minority owners of the uh, Golden Knights, I'm guessing you're probably going to want to be there tonight. It's a 2:51. Uh, again, a, a tragic story that happened um, last year. It was the gas and dash, and this stuff has happened. And of course, legislation has changed now. I, I just went to the Hughes down the road and uh, topped up with fuel, and uh, I've had to take in my credit card and, and and pay. Unfortunately, because that's the way of the world now. It's a changed world, right? We talked about how things have changed on the farm. Things have unfortunately change in that case as well and a man lost his life basically just trying to protect his livelihood of course you know crystal ball says you just let him go but i mean you know sometimes you can't afford it especially when you're just trying to keep your business afloat like the fast gas in thorsby and from something so tragic that happened and of course somebody has now been charged with murder right yes and uh, a spruce grove person's been charged with murder in that uh, terrible incident but with something so terrible quite often is the case something uh, very very special it happens and joining us right now is somebody that's uh, coordinating something very special for that family it's Rhonda Feevlin thank you for joining us on the 630 Chet Afternoon News Rhonda good afternoon Chris I know you're real busy so we'll keep this short but this is a really special event start uh, we, we got to tell the story quickly but the very beginning you actually had an experience with a man who lost his life and uh, owned the fast gas about five years ago is that right Yes, it was just as simple as I was called in to do an estimate to paint the gas station to the fast gas colors, yellow and green and white, and I gave him an estimate, never heard back from him again, never saw him again. Yeah, and uh, so then, of course, that leads to the story of this happening, and uh, you and a bunch of other people have now decided to try to make a difference as uh, this poor family just tries to kind of hang on to that business and, and, uh, you know, do what they can with it and kind of continue on the legacy, right? 
Yes, it, it has been life-altering. Both Kay and Ed, Joe's son and daughter, had to quit their careers to help their mother run the store now. So it's it's very overwhelming for them, not just the grief, but taking over the business when they weren't expecting to. Yeah, and that's tough, right? And, and Dad was working hard at trying to get those kids through school, right, to get them a better life. And, of course, now, um, and again, they've now only they've not only dealt with this terrible loss, but like you say, now they're trying to keep this business afloat. So w- tell us what, what has happened uh, since the uh, terrible incident. You know, it's amazing. Yesterday, Corey from GWI uh, got the hot water tank hooked up and the furnace running, so they now have that secured for years to come, which is beautiful. We're on our way with painting and have many volunteers that are coming out on Saturday for our event to help finish a lot of the painting off that day. So things are definitely moving forward. Dan Dick put the roof on two Saturdays ago with his crew in one day. So it's just the community stopping and saying, wow, like it's just changed the whole look of the building and they see the change in the attitude of the family as well. I think that's amazing. And so you guys are not only going to be doing some painting and work there on Saturday, but there's actually going to be an open house and a barbecue going on and some uh, basically uh, it's just a, a celebration of what's happening and then also another way to help, right? Exactly. We're, we'd like people to come out to not just financially support them, but emotionally support them. We'll have a candle lighting uh, for people to come and light candles as a memorial to Joe and to support the family as well. So it's a beautiful experience. Hopefully the weather holds out for us and, and many people show up to enjoy the day with family. And Rhonda, I know you only interacted with Joe the one time to give him that estimate, but in that short time that you were dealing with him, what was he like as a person? You know, he was amazing. He was such a kind and man. He was so easy to deal with, just simply laid back. Just just a man trying to run a business and support his family. It was a joy to to meet with him. So it hurt when, when I heard what happened to him, and especially because of how. Yeah, exactly. And you know what, again, it, it, as I remember the story, they've been with Canada about five years or so, or maybe maybe just a little bit longer. But again, came here for a better life, came here, bought a business and uh, and came here, honestly, just trying to, to, to make a better life for his family, right? So uh, Yes, he did. He sent his son over here years before when, when Ed was only 13 years old by himself to live with an uncle to get his education and be the first one to come over and learn English. So, so it was definitely a life plan that he had for his family and and unfortunately has lost his life uh, trying to protect that. Yeah, we talked about um, the old days when, again, one farmer uh, would help out another farmer if they needed it. It's just kind of the same mentality here where uh, people are just stepping up and helping. I think it's a, a beautiful thing. you got a hot water tank and a furnace and you've got to get this painting done and you're gonna, you've are gonna you got the roof on the place now and uh, that's just the start. I, mean, I know the, uh, the, the tanks are going to have to be dug up at some point and that's a big, big bill. There's a GoFundMe page that people can find right now. I think it's uh, about twenty three thousand dollars that's already been donated um a drop in the bucket considering uh what they're going to have to pay but uh you know what it's just it's all going to make a difference right it all makes a difference so we're we're hoping we can get up to the half a million point because it's over half a million to get the tanks out of the ground okay well you know gord stanky from global edmonton was here he's coming for the telus ride for uh uh dad uh, and that we're going to be coming into thor's before ironically this was not planned because that happened you found out after you're like oh boy uh but uh but gord said he's going to do his best to try to get as many of those bikes to stop by and do what they can and then we already talked about the the biking community of just being huge supporters of things like that so we've got the two things going on i know that uh 
this family wanted to make a $500 donation to uh, the the ride for dad because they said that that's an important event too. And, you know, these are people that don't really have anything that want to make a donation with your barbecue, right? Yes, exactly. My dad right now has prostate cancer, so I take it personally as well. So we'd really like to support this event as well. The family is so gracious for the support they're getting, and they, but they would like to give back as well at the same time. So they, it doesn't feel just like charity coming to them. They also want to be a contributor to their community. So, so we'll limit it to $500 donation, but the family would really like to support the ride to that event as well. It's a beautiful thing, uh, Rhonda. Again, uh, on Saturday, Saturday uh, between 10 and 4, an open house at the Fast Gas in Devon. You, uh, you are sorry, in Thorsby. You won't even recognize it because of all the great things that have happened. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, thank you for initiating this from the very beginning. You're a very special person for doing that. Oh, thank you. I'm just a member of the community. It just got me to start it. Everybody's behind me. Awesome. Thank you very much. More of the 6:30 Chad afternoon news coming up after after three o'clock. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.